Hello, Potters, and welcome to episode 153 of Cospod, the podcast for all things cosplay and Halloween. We are actually just a couple of days away from the big event where everyone's going to dress up and we're going to freeze our butts off. <laughs> Which is pretty normal here in Texas because it, it, it's almost just systematic. Every freaking uh, time it's Halloween, it rains, it's windy, and it's cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course, you'll, you'll notice from last time when we were all decked out in t-shirts and everything, now we're both covered up in sleeves and flannels and fleece and everything else because, yeah, it was 89 degrees yesterday and it's going down to 34 degrees tonight in sleet. Yay, Texas! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, make sure that you guys take your vitamin C and make sure that you're getting adequate sleep because this is the time of year when everyone gets sick and being that there are conventions going on everywhere for the next two months, you really don't want to be patient zero. Don't be that guy that makes everyone else at the con sick. If you're sick, don't go, please, for the rest of our sakes. I actually had somebody ask me why I wasn't at Fan Expo last weekend. Fan Expo is like the mini DCC. They hold two of them. Um, and one, I was like, well, one, that convention center, whenever I go, I always get sick. Like, it's just habitual. I even had a company Christmas party there, and I still got sick afterward. So it's just, I always get sick there. And two, I have BlizzCon in two weeks. I do not need to be sick and then end up going to BlizzCon because I will be patient zero. And that is not going to be a thing in my life. Yeah, we, we know that you save up for these cons, that you've worked your butt off on your costume. If you're sick, get well. You can always do a photo shoot with the costume later. Plus, you'll feel better as you're working on it and finishing it instead of feeling like crud. There are because always other conventions. <laughs> exactly, tis the season. And uh, speaking of the season, now that it's getting a little bit cooler outside, now is a fantastic time, you guys, to do photo shoots outdoors. Now that the weather is much more tolerable, especially down here in the South. Major air quotes on that. <laughs> yes. Plus, of course, all the trees are changing colors in places that are not named Texas. So you have nice backdrops. <laughs> places not uh, named Texas. How aptly appropriate. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there is always the, uh, the Japanese festival, which I know is going on this weekend in Fort Worth. Unfortunately, I cannot go even though I wanted to, where they will have lovely backdrops as well. But, of course, there's the controversy going on with people not being allowed to get photographs in costume anymore at any of the nearby places. Ugh. We could talk about that in the after session. We would have so much to do in after session. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So let's get started with cosplay updates. And I'm going to start for once simply Yay! because I don't have very much here to show. And part of the reason for that is because, uh, unfortunately... I am still kind of sick. Uh, I'm getting over my viral meningitis, thankfully. So that's pretty much done with. I just have a little bit of a lingering headache. But apparently I have cysts in my sinuses and I have to go have surgery. So yay. <laughs> I have no money anymore, you guys. But we will keep doing the podcast, don't worry. But what I ended up spending my time doing, since I've effectively had to take it easy is that I have a pile of cardboard. Yay! <laughs> These are cardboard templates for Zelda. All my little pieces from Firefly Path that I had to transfer. And the reason I have a pile of uh, cardstock instead of tissue paper, as you guys saw me with last time, is that tissue paper is actually really difficult to trace around sometimes, accurately. 
And so typically what I will do, since I use it over and over and over again, is that I will trace it onto cardstock and use these like my pattern templates, especially if I'm cutting into things like foam because tissue paper has a nasty tendency to slide around everywhere. So I spent a bunch of time and I have a pile of tissue paper sitting right here next to me on my desk that you guys can't see that I finally finished tracing all of the darn pieces for the armor and the apron applique and all of the other detail pieces. So hooray, that's done. And drying on my table, which you also can't see, is some more of my uh, Sky Paladin puff paint embroidery. It is drying. And I'm actually really grateful that it turned out as well as it did, because one, I'm on anti-anxiety medication right now that gives me tremors in my hands, which means I've basically lost my legendary dexterity to an extent. And two, the paint bottle exploded four times. Oh, crap. And it's one of those things where it was, it was going well, it was going well, okay. And I would just, every time I'd sense an air bubble coming or I'd see the, the paint flow change, then it's, it's like, okay, lighten up on the pressure. And I got past it. And then I got further into it and the paint started flowing better and the air bubbles got bigger. And it was just, it would literally just explode. And of course, it's silver paint on blue fabric. You're going to see it everywhere. So I had to carefully scrape it away with a toothpick painstakingly and then use a wet Q-tip and just kind of wipe away all the excess so that you can't see it. And then keep going until the next explosion. <laughs> And I had to be really careful with how I did it because uh, you guys have seen my puff paint embroidery. It's very elaborate and all the lines cross each other multiple times. So you get these really tight spaces that are really hard to clean if it explodes there because you have no place to put your hand or the toothpick without touching another bit of wet paint. And you can't let it dry and then try and clean it because then the paint sets in the fabric and that's it. You can't even really cut it off. This, this is really good paint, you guys. It doesn't flake off like the old stuff did. Which is nice until you have exploding paint pens. <laughs> so I got one half of the skirt done. I'm waiting for it to fully dry the full 24 hours. Tomorrow I will finish the other skirt panel. And that should be all the puff paint that I have to do on that costume. That's the last of it. So then all I have to do is hopefully reassemble the armor, which oddly enough, I found out the hard way that when you seal foam, you have to seal it in the shape that you want it to be in for the final. You can't seal it flat and then shape it, which I found out because my armor cracked. It full on 90 degrees snapped when I tried to glue it in place. And so I had to cut new pieces. <laughs> Thankfully, only the top cracked. There are three layers to the armor, so the other two are fine. I tested them. They're still nice and flexible. Only the top. So they are now sitting around uh, padded two-liter bottles to kind of approximate the shape of my shoulder. And I sealed them in that position. <laughs> so now it should be better. I just feel like a complete dork for not having thought about that. I had <laughs> thought that, uh, you know, Mod Podge, our ever-living buddy that we yeah. do with we coat everything in. I thought this was more flexible than it is. No. Mod Podge is really not flexible, you guys. If you want to have armor that needs to flex with you, 
don't use this to coat it unless it's in the shape you want it and it's not going to flex very far. Otherwise, you end up having to use uh, latex, plastidip, or mix acrylic paint medium in with your sealant so that it has flex to it. Because those things are made to flex, not, not this stuff. <sighs> Such is my life. <laughs> Perpetually redoing things. Arg. But that has pretty much what I've been able to accomplish. I'm kind of alternating between the Sky Paladin and Christmas Zelda. I probably won't have Christmas Zelda done in time for TRF, unfortunately, as I was planning, uh, because surgery was completely unexpected, and that's probably going to end up happening before TRF, which means I'm going to be bedridden, effectively, for a few days while my sinuses heal. So I think what I will probably do is mend my ranger and take that with me and just redo the, the bodice is the only part that I need to redo. Okay, Every, cool. Everything else fits. So I'll just enlarge the bodice. I've got plastic bags of extra fabric from it up top. And I'll probably just take that with me and then finish the Sky Paladin. I'll still do Christmas Zelda. Just I won't be wearing it to TRF. I'll wear it to something else. And then I think I may do a Jedi for Alcon. Nice and Jedi. straightforward, quick and easy. Yep. All I need is fabric, which is just going to have to wait. It's just a bunch of rectangles, which is really very convenient. <laughs> yeah. I've been looking at uh, sample pictures of uh, Obi-Wan. The adult version uh, is what I'm basing mine off of. Yes, so... Uh, Ewan McGregor is awesome. Hell yeah, he is! <laughs> this is the beard version, not the Padawan version. But same thing. That's all I got. <laughs> Your turn. Okay, my turn. So my work is currently on the dress form. Yay! Ignore the horrible shape of the corslet because apparently my dress form hates me whenever I do anything that's form-fitting for reasons I cannot understand. But it looks great on me, so just assume that it's all cool. Um, but anyway, this is what I've been working on for the last two weeks, kind of off and on, in between playing South Park, the Fractured Butthole, and the Final Fantasy XIV patch, and all that business, because, you know, gamer, it's what I do. I'm procrastinating really badly. Um, but I'm really proud with how this sucker has turned out. This is from Diablo 3. Um, and I based this off of the in-game character version, not the game art. They're pretty similar, except the this one has a much more detailed shirt, as obvious, um, and doesn't have any of the fur trim or anything. I didn't want to mess with that stuff. But there's lots of belts involved that you can't really see right now because there's sashes and there's pouches and all this insanity going on. Yeah, exactly. But what I am really proud of is, one, you see the weird little brown things on the sleeves. Um, I made those out of yarn because I was trying to come up with something at the last minute. And I was like, hmm, what do I have available that kind of looks sort of like twine, but it's not really twine that I can just kind of dye it together? I have an entire skein of white yarn <laughs> that I went through a couple of dye baths with some uh, black and brown fabric paints. I got a nice little texture on it and got a good coloring and just stitched them directly onto the shirt. It's brilliant. I love being a cosplayer and having these random things available because you just come up with stuff at last minute and it works and it makes it look nice. I am okay with that. And then the other thing that I'm really proud of, oops, I'm trying to get this so it's camera appropriate. So the fabric for the shirt is a jersey fabric. And it actually started out as pure white. 
and I ended up getting it printed onto my personal printer to look like this. So I actually designed the pattern in Photoshop and then I used some special printing paper to help transfer it to the fabric and get this to look like that. And I did it both on this and then as far as the uh, corset front piece that's actually made out of uh, Kona cotton. And then I did some interfacing on the inside to kind of give it a little bit more strength to it. But yeah, I'm incredibly pleased with how nice and crisp and clean this came out. Um, it, it took many, many attempts to get this to look like this because I was like, you know, I am not going to screen print this because it's going to take forever, especially since, as you can see, it's got these weird little splotches on top of darker lines. And I was like, I'm not going to screen print that. I'm going to go insane. So um, the paper itself actually came from Joann's and you can find it on Amazon too. And it's just called fabric print paper. I mean, you don't have to look up anything fancy. You just search for that and it'll pop up almost instantly. But I mean, you can use it in your own personal printer. Um, I've seen people also do it with freezer paper as a backing. I don't think that's actually a good idea because I think that will mess up your printer more since freezer paper is not designed to specifically work in your printer. Whereas the paper that I got from Joann's is. So I got myself some brand new cartridges, was just specifically focusing on only printing for this fabric. I had to do a couple of small pieces before I could do the whole large chunk, which took a long time to do. But I'm happy with the results. I think it came out really, really cool. I'm thrilled that I'm going to be wearing this next weekend because it'll be nice and comfortable. I'll have pants. I'll have loads of pockets and a book with even more storage space, which is very rare for me because I almost never have pockets in my costumes. <laughs> But yeah, this this is this is what I've got, and this is this has been a fun project, and I will have more to share with you guys because part of uh, our next segment is going to be tutorial for wig cutting, yay! Which will be for this costume. <laughs> That's all I got. All right. Well, in that case, we will move right along to our tutorial for today. We're taking a little bit of a break from cost philosophy to show you guys a bit of wig cutting technique. Enjoy.
And we're back. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I know we haven't done tutorials in a little while, so we thought we would bring you guys one. And with that, of course, we would like to wish everybody a happy Halloween. Uh, enjoy candy responsibly. Air quotes again. <laughs> and of course, by the time you guys see this episode, all of the discount sales will be in full swing. So do make sure to visit your local Spirit Halloween store, Party City, etc., as they will probably have some some nice things that you can pick up on clearance before it all goes away. The props at Spirit are really good this year. Highly recommended. Yep. I might have picked up a couple already. <laughs> yeah, I may end up seeing if they've still got one in stock. Only if it's on clearance, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the nice thing is that pretty much guaranteed after Halloween, everything is 50 to 75% off. It is lovely. Plus, the coupons still work. Yes. And, of course, there's always the discount candy at your local retailer the day after Halloween. For, oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Dia de los Muertos for those who celebrate. So I, I will say Feliz Dia de los Muertos for those who do uh, celebrate Day of the Dead. Because for uh, some people, it's not just about, you know, going around for candy and dressing up in costume. <laughs> and of course, everybody who is preparing for conventions, we hope you guys have an awesome time for the locals going to uh, Kinokuniya for the Otaku Burfest. We hope you guys have a lovely time as well. We'll see you guys in episode 154. Happy Halloween, everybody. Remember to check us out on all of our social media channels. Up here, down here, right in front of my face. Bye, guys. <laughs>